When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PFF released their pre-draft power rankings last week. And they ranked the Patriots at a respectable or disrespectful number 20. The article explaining that Cam Newton and Nelson Aguilar are a major factor in the low rankings. And we want to know, do you guys agree with PFF's ranking of your New England Patriots. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And And we're back. Yes, we are. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor. Welcome to this edition of the Dear Pats Nation podcast coming to you live on YouTube. And maybe you're listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcast or Anchor or wherever you get your podcast needs. Or perhaps you're here on YouTube watching the replay. Welcome on this well, cold day here in Toronto on this Sunday, April the 25th. Connor, what's the weather like in Massachusetts right now? Uh, very mediocre. I think it was like 55 degrees today, mostly cloudy, little rain this morning. Sounds so. like you had the exact same weather as us here. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, supported Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Iron Triangle Concrete Weights. Stop overpaying for weights and gym memberships. Visit Iron Triangle Concrete Weights on Instagram. And get your weights today. Tell them that Deer Pats Nation sent you, and you'll save yourself 10% off of every order. Visit manscaped.com and save 20% plus free shipping when you use the code RAYROUTE. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. Get your hands on the very best male grooming products and save 20% plus free shipping using the code RAYROUTE. Connor, how do you spell that? R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. When you visit manscaped.com, your balls will thank you. You can also check out the Rocky Mountain Barber Company and save 5% using the code RAYROUTE when you purchase your small batch male hygiene products made with natural ingredients. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and save 5% using the code RAYROUTE. We have left all the links to our generous sponsors and partners in the description wherever and however you are listening to this show. Connor, couple days off. Did you get a chance to see Sarah's debut of New England Chatter last night? I was able to watch some of it, yeah. This morning I went on there just, just to take a, uh, a quick look, so I did see some of it, yeah. I thought Looked like it went pretty well. Thought she did a pretty solid job. I think really it's a good job. Really great good job, addition yeah. to the channel. Yep, I saw that. That was fantastic. It looked like she had a lot of engagement too. So shout out to everyone. Everyone got on there and showed support for the first show. That was awesome. Absolutely showed support for the first show. That completely keeps you and I clear on Saturdays. Our plan is starting to unfold the way we always hoped it would. Yes, sir. And we got a solid Saturday show, so we're pumped about that. Shout out, Sarah. So, Connor, PFF came out and ranked the Patriots number 20th overall mm. in their power mm -hmm. rankings, and they basically cited Nelson Aguilar, who's really been a disappointment for most of his career. I think we can acknowledge that. Yeah, I don't And also Cam Newton as the problem with the roster. Now, I know the argument is going to be the offense and that kind of thing. Let me tell you this much, okay? So... I kind of went through all of the teams myself and gave my own power rankings. And what I did is I did it twice. Yep. So I just went through and did it. And the first time I did it, I had the Patriots ranked around number 13. Yep. And then when I went around a second time, what I did was is I took everything that was really close. 
So like Miami and New England was really close. And in my first right. power ranking, I put the Patriots over Miami. So what I did the second time around is I flipped it. So if I had the if I had the Patriots over that team, I'd flip it and put that team over the Patriots. And then the same way, if I had another team over the Patriots, San Francisco, I had over the Patriots in my original power rankings. I flipped it and put the Patriots over them. When I did it the second time, when I made the flip of all the close, I had the Patriots ranked at number 17. So that's yep. how close these sort of power rankings are. So that, because at first I thought 20 is very disrespectful, but after doing it the second time, I thought, mm, maybe it's not that far off. Now, I do want to go through the exercise with you. Yep. But before we do that, tell me your thoughts on the Patriots being ranked at number 20. Coming out the gate, I mean, I do think it's, I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to say disrespectful at somebody's opinion, but I, I think it's way back there because what, where did the Patriots end up last season? They were dead in the middle. They're picking at 15. So they were what the 17th best team, 15th best team, whatever it was. Uh, I can confirm that for you in a second. So if yeah. you're your point, I'll, I'll Be- confirm it. Because when I look at that, I don't understand how you can look at what they did this offseason and look at the roster going forward and say, oh, yeah, this team's going to digress. They're going to get worse and they're going to move back. So I don't understand why they would necessarily be 20th. I understand why they would be further back in the power rankings. Patriots were in 19th place. Okay. Tied with Washington with the same record who's in 20th. Okay, so they so they were right about right about twentieth, but I I don't understand how you could look at Bill Belichick's off season and think that they're going to go backwards. I think they're going to go forward, maybe not all the way to the the top five, top ten, whatever. But I think sitting sitting around between that seventeen and thirteen range is probably pretty accurate. Just when I originally saw this, if I had just out of like a, a random guess without looking at everything, I was planning on having them ranked about twelve. 12? Okay. so That's what I was thinking, just without even looking at other teams or anything. I figured they were about that. So on my initial go-around, I had them 13th. Yeah. And that was probably I, – I figured bef- when I did a blind one too, when I just thought, okay, without looking at the teams and sort of figuring that out, I kind of had them at, at that as well. And then when I went through it, I was like, okay, thir- I had them around 15th. So 13 actually was, I guess, a pleasant surprise, I guess you could say, because right. – but then when I went through the close, that was uh, a big difference, obviously, right? Now, let me tell you the teams I had the Patriots close with, and you tell me if you agree or disagree with it. Okay. I had them close with Miami. Yep, depending on what happens with uh, Tua. I had them close with Pittsburgh. Yep, yep, I agree, Pittsburgh. I had them close with Cincinnati. Because so my thing was if Burrow takes that step this year and they get that offensive lineman. Yeah, depending on what they're able to do there, I think Cincinnati will take a big step forward. I think pre-draft, it's fair to say close. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers, I have them as close. Yeah, yep, depending as well, because obviously I think Herbert's going to be pretty good. I have Vegas as close. Vegas should be close as well. Vegas is, what were they, 8-8 eight and eight last year? They're about a 8-8, 9-7 And some people, a lot of people would say they underachieved. Yep. I have Dallas as close. Dallas should be right around there. Yeah, they're, with, they, sh- they with should that, be in that range. Right? Yep. I know there's no Drew Brees, but I have New Orleans close because it's going to come down to how Jameis Winston can perform with what is a pretty loaded team, both offensively and defensively. Yep, they should continue to at least be good, even with Winston. And I have Arizona marked as close. Arizona should be close. A lot of these teams, I agree with every team you just said, are, are bunched up in the middle where there are obviously the teams that I think are going to be way up there. We're looking at the Chiefs, the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Bills. These these are teams that went 13-3 and three or 14-2, and two, whatever it was last season, and looks like they're not really going to digress going into 2021. But a bunch of these other teams that we all just, just discussed, Arizona, you know, Las Vegas, all of these teams, Cincinnati, the Chargers, all depending on what happens, I think they're all going to be right in that bunch where they're going to be the teams between 7 and 17. Yeah. Now, can I name a couple of the other teams that I didn't mark as close that maybe you might see as closer than, than it is? And I won't yeah. tell you which way I rank the Patriots. I'll just mention the team. But first, we just want to give a shout-out to the go-kart kid Thank who you, gave us a nice super chat who says, just got back from – Myrtle, the dynasty is great. It is. Great book. Absolutely. Shout out to uh, Mr. Benedict. 
And I hope that you enjoyed, uh, I hope you enjoyed Myrtle Beach and got some golf in. Absolutely. So I did not mark Chicago or Minnesota close. Nope. Nope. I don't think Chicago is going to be good at all. Minnesota, I think, is going to be about the same. Okay. I didn't put Indy as close. I think Indy should be a better team than the Patriots, but we'll we'll see. The defense should be really good, but then again, the Patriots' defense should be really good as well. I didn't put Denver as close. I don't think Denver's going to be that good at all. I think they're going to be the same as last season, if not worse. And I didn't put Tennessee as close. I think Tennessee might be close. I, it, it depends. We'll see what happens with Tannehill. I think the the Titans are going to be about the same as last year. I think they're going to be like a 10 and 6 team and be border bordering on the uh, wild card. Okay, so I put them as close under your rankings then. Okay, so with that being said, are you ready to go through the exercise? I'm ready. Buffalo. Yep. So you got better, better or worse? Yep. I'm going to say Buffalo is going to be better than the Patriots. All right. Miami. I'm going to say the Patriots are going to be better. Jets. Jets, Patriots are going to be better all day. Pittsburgh. Ooh, I I see them being very neck and neck. Um, I'll give it a Pittsburgh on this one. You'll give it to Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'll give it a Pittsburgh on that one. Okay. Baltimore. But I didn't actually I didn't have Baltimore mark as close. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say Baltimore should be a better team than the Patriots as well. Okay, you're comfortable with that? Yeah, I am. Okay. Okay, Uh, Cincinnati. I'll say the Patriots still. I think Cincinnati is a year away from really making that leap. Cleveland. I'll give it a Cleveland. Indy. I'll give it an Indy on this one. I think Indy's going to be close. We'll we'll see how uh, how Carson Wentz does, but. Their defense is going to be really well. I I see Indy being just as good, if not better, than last season. Tennessee. Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'll give it to the Patriots on this one because on uh, Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, I gave it to them, so I'll give this one to the Patriots. I put those three teams in the same category, in my opinion. Tennessee lost some players, don't forget. They did, right? Oh, yeah, they did. They lost Johnny Smith, Corey Davis. Right. Houston. Houston's a dumpster fire right now. Patriots all day. Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is a year or two away from being really good, so I'm going to say the Patriots there as well. Kansas City. I'm going to say Kansas City on that one. i got to give it to Kansas City. They're still going to be the top dog in the AFC. Chargers. I'll say the Patriots for right now. The Chargers have to prove to me that they can win. Vegas. I'll say the Patriots still. They were able to beat Vegas last year, even when Cam not really performing all that well. Um, we'll see. I, I see Vegas being about the same, 9-7, 10-6 in that range, or whatever, 10-7 with the extra game. Denver. I'm going to say the Patriots. I, I, don't, I think Denver's in rebuilding mode. I think they might draft a quarterback and start from scratch, essentially. Okay. Uh, Dallas. I'll give it a Dallas on that one. I think uh, Dak's going to come back and be really good. You think they're going to be really good? I I mean, the defense, I think, still probably going to struggle. They were so bad last season. But I think Dak's going to pick up where he left off, and the offense will be really good. Yeah, I think that Dallas should be a good team this year. Right. If their defense takes even a small step forward and the offense can be just as good as they were with Dak, they're going to be a serious problem. Giants. I'll go with the Patriots over the Giants, though. Philly. I'll go with the Patriots over Philly. Washington. I'm going to see what Philly can do. Washington, they're another team where I think they're a year away from being really good, and I'll go with the Patriots for now. Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on that one. I, I think that they're the opposite of what I've mostly been saying. They have one or two really good years left in them, but they're still a top dog in the league. New Orleans. 
I'll say New Orleans there. They're still pretty stacked. Atlanta. Atlanta's another team that I put as close for the Patriots. Right. At, Atlanta, for whatever reason, for the, the most part, just can't find ways to win. So I'll say the Patriots. The Patriots find – What if they draft Kyle Pitts this year? Because that's what they're that, saying. That would, that would help them. Or Smith. Then you'll have Julio Jones and Smith. Right. That that will help them. But I I don't know. They just can't find ways to win games. They just keep being a six-win team since the Patriots beat them in the Super Bowl like five years ago. Would you consider Carolina close? Because I didn't. Not really. I think Carolina is in a rebuilding mode. I I think they're going to struggle this year again. I think they're going to be another six-win team. Green Bay. I'll say Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to be very good again. Detroit. I'll say the Patriots. Detroit, I think, is rebuilding as well. Minnesota, or Chicago, I mean. Sorry, Chicago. I'm going to say the Patriots all day on that one. I don't think Chicago is going to have a good year at all. Minnesota. I'll still say the Patriots. Minnesota is another team I look at that, for whatever reason, they struggle to win games. San Francisco. That's a very close one for me. Um, we're going to have to see what they do. I'll, I'll say the Patriots still, though. I'll give, the, I'll give it to the Patriots. The Rams. The Rams. I, I'll say the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be very good. They're going to they're gonna take a step forward, even though they were very good last season to begin with. Seahawks. I'll I'll say the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson's going to keep lighting everybody up. In Arizona. Arizona is another very close one, but I think Arizona is going to take a, a a step forward this year. So I'll say Arizona. All right. So your first initial ranking overall, you have the Patriots at fourteen. So you had them actually lower wow. than I did. All right, fourteen. Wow. Okay. I I think that sounds about right. About fair though. There are there are. Good amount of teams where there was just like a no-brainer in there. Okay, now if I were to flip your picks, yep. And so I'm just figuring that out right now. So if I were to flip every for all the close ones, no matter which direction you went, if I were to flip them, yep. Then you, so just give me a second here. Entertain the audience as I figure this out. Okay. I see uh, Randy Moss in here commenting. I appreciate him coming in. New York Jets are here as well. Patriots versus everybody. That's what it's going to be this year, Patriots versus everybody, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, though. There are a lot of teams, too, that are very close for me. I think the Patriots in Pittsburgh are going to be close. Patriots in Arizona are going to be pretty close. Uh, Miami, it depends on what happens with Tua. If Tua takes a step forward, they're going to be really good. If he takes a step back, they're going to be kind of irrelevant. Um, Cincinnati, I think Joe Burrows is going to be fantastic, but if the defense stinks and they can't protect him, they're not going to be any good. Uh, Chargers, Herbert was great last year, and they still continuously lost. They just couldn't find ways to win games, which is the problem with a bunch of teams. Atlanta Falcons, same thing. They just somehow always find ways to to lose there are and there are there are a few teams like that and the patriots kind of do the opposite they somehow find ways to win but you were bang on you were bang on with 14 both ways yep. when nice. i when i when i flip all the close ones and all that you are 14 okay i'm ranked at 14 so i went from 13 to 17 when I, when I flipped my close ones and you even added more close ones than I had. Right. So it's, uh, now would I was reading have, some of the, you have as close ones. I had Miami. Yep. Pittsburgh. Yep. Cincinnati. Yep. Yep. The chargers, Vegas, Dallas, new Orleans and Atlanta, San Francisco and Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I think I have pretty much all the same except for Atlanta. And well, then you added Tennessee. Tennessee, right? So, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Tennessee. They they got some problems. They have problems and that's why I just I didn't see it. Right. Uh, I want to thank Patriots versus everybody for the $5 super chat. You didn't Thanks ask a question, there. so if you have one, please drop it and we will keep a, keep an eye out for it. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. So yeah, not everybody was uh, not everybody was in agreement with you. 
No, what are we what are we hearing? People are saying no. What's that? People are saying no, not fourteen. They think uh, lower or higher. Well, I was watching. I I was watching just as you were going, like when you picked Pittsburgh over New England. Yep. And people are saying they lost players, Connor. Pittsburgh's defense, I think, is still going to be pretty good, though. I don't see that defense taking that much of a step back. We'll see what happens with Big Ben. That's the real problem. They did lose Dupree, which is going to be an issue for them. Right. But I agree with you. That defense is still going to be good. You have to assume that Watt is going to take an even another step forward. Yep. It's always amazing to me that, like, as a fan base, not just a Patriot fan base, any fan base, you know, pick whichever one. If our team loses players, well, it's not a big deal. We could make it up, and this guy will step in. But if another team loses a fan, loses a player, or loses players, it's it's the end of the world, right? right. According to us. Well, it all depends. Yeah, we're all biased. Oh, completely biased. Right. Oh man, uh, Will. Want to thank Will for the super chat with thank you, sir. N- no question. I hope there's not a problem with the super chats, but appreciate you there. Uh, the hook Mike says just joined your Patreon and Pats will be a top 10 team this year. Guaranteed. Uh, I appreciate you joining Patreon. I wish everybody would join Patreon. Connor and I are there five days a week. We only charge five bucks, not a whole lot. And, uh, we will be talking some Patriots tonight. You know, I agree with you. This was a pre-draft power ranking. I think if Bill Belichick can nail the draft, I don't just mean quarterback because I don't think whoever quarterback they take is going to be an impact for this season. I think once he fills out the rest, if he can get a real impact defensive player, add another wide receiver to the mix, you know, get some depth around the offensive line, get some depth in, around the defense, I absolutely positively could see the Patriots being a top 10. Yeah, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities at all. There are a bunch of teams that I think are going to be really close, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Patriots out-succeed the majority of them. I mean, the defense looks like they're going to be a top five, if not top three defense. I The, the real question mark is Cam Newton and what's going to happen with him. If Cam Newton can be good, like we've said a bunch of times on, on here, he doesn't have to be great, but if Cam Newton can be good and the defense can be as good as we think they're going to be, they will definitely be a top 10 team. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they absolutely could. I think that like when PFF broke down that they believed it was because of Cam Newton and Aguilar. I think more of that emphasis goes on to Cam Newton than anything else. I think the one thing though, that a lot of people aren't taking into consideration is Cam Newton doesn't need to be a superstar this year. Newton just needs to be able to manage a game and make plays happen with his legs. You have enough weapons out there that can make the catches. You don't have to go through a whole ton of uh, progression. Somebody is going to find you. So I think that the pressure that the media, at least, and and PFF, who just seems to absolutely hate Cam Newton, the type of pressure that they're putting on him may be a little bit unjust by the way the Patriots set up this team because it's going to be a run-heavy team. So they're not going to be asking Cam Newton to do a whole lot with his arm. He's still going to have to be manageable. He's still going to have to be able to manage a game, but it's going to be his legs and Damian Harris's legs and Sony Michelle's legs that are going to cause more damage to opposing defenses rather than airing the ball out. And those tight ends will get their, you know, their teak and, and I, or take, I mean, and I think that Kendrick Bourne is going to get fed a little bit and we're expecting Jacoby Myers to have a bit of a breakout year this year. So there's a lot of good things on that offense. And I think that the expectation of cam is a little bit out there. So I could definitely see this team being a top 10 team when you put that defense into consideration. I think that special teams is going to be elite again. I am worried about kicker a little bit, and I know that Connor has his boy Nick Folk, but I'm always not going to miss. I'm always concerned about an aging guy coming off a, a career year. If baseball has taught us anything, you never sign a guy coming off a career year. So. But uh, yeah, I think that there's a little bit too much pressure on, on on Cam Newton this season because he doesn't have to be a superstar, and the Patriots could definitely be a top ten team. Pre-draft, I'm I'm fine with my between thirteen to seventeen with my flips, and I'm fine with Connor at fourteen. Post-draft, I think that these rankings will be a lot different. Yeah, and I think a lot of it it all depends. I mean, they can easily flip from fourteen all the way down to like eight 
you, depending on how well they play and how everything works out. I, I think they're going to be good, man. I, don't get me wrong. I think 14 might be a little bit cautious, but we'll see. We have to wait and see how well they, they play compared to what we think they're going to be. And People versus Everybody says this was his super chat that he tried to sign. He says, how do you feel about the uh, number 10 status? I'm assuming number, top 10 status. 10. Um, I mean, I think that they could be top 10. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they are. I mean, I don't think either of us are that far off. I'm at 14. On one of them, you were at 13. I know. Uh, I'm, I can't believe that I have them ranked higher than you, Mr. Right. Optimist. I hope Ross is listening to this. I hope Ross is listening <laughs> that I have the Patriots ranked higher than 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 Mr. Optimist Connor does. I know. I can't believe that. I got to go back and look at all my people and how they got so far down the list. Um, I mean, there are, there are only a handful of teams who I think it's absurd to say that the Patriots won't be better than. But there, there are a lot of teams where they're bunched in that mix where they're like the tier below the teams that I think are going to be elite. Buccaneers, the Packers, the Chiefs, the Ravens. I think Cleveland's going to be very good this year. So some of those teams I think are going to win, you know, 11 to 13 games. We'll see if the Patriots can get up that high. Maybe they can, but we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if they they come, they finish in the top 10 and they make the playoffs. All I know is, is you came and rained on my parade. I'm trying to be super optimistic about the New England Patriots. I'm saying nothing but good things about Cam Newton tonight. I'm saying, hey, 13th best team in the league (laughs) pre-draft easily can move into a top 10 up three spots. But no, Connor has to come in and say 14 overall. I hope Ross starts blasting you the way he's been blasting me the last month. Cam Cam Newton is gonna is gonna be the one that takes them past that trajectory. No, no, you and- can't you can't go back on it now. <laughs> you can't go back on it now. It's on the record that I have the Patriots ranked higher in the pre-draft rankings than Connor does. That means I believe in this New England team more than the so-called Homer. And Ross keeps telling you and Sarah not to listen to me and let you rain on my parade, but obvious and rain on your parade. But obviously, I have much more respect for this New England roster than you do. Well, that's the thing. I have such high hopes in the draft. I wanted to keep them relatively low. As soon as the draft happens, I think they'll be top five. Ross says, hey, boys, don't always agree with PFF, especially when being an admitted Cam fanboy. Got to be honest, Cam and Aguilar didn't have great seasons. Would put, uh, wouldn't put them that low. Minimum of 14 and predict a top five finish 100%. So Ross has them at 14 as well. See, 14 you guys, to five, right in that mix. That sounds no, no, about no, no, right. No, you guys sitting at your 14. You two are the Debbie Downers. I'm the one with all the faith in this New England Patriots team. I'm known as the hater, but look who actually has respect for the roster. It's this guy. Right this, is what hap- this is what happens when I try and be realistic. <laughs> I should have kept the same attitude 13 and three, 13 and four, hands down. They win the AFC East with ease. They roll over everybody. Do you see what being a realist gets you, though? Because I try to be a little bit of a realist, and all I get is I'm raining on everybody's parade, and I'm a (laughs) cam hater, and I'm this and that. Even though I've said over and over again, I fully expect Cam Newton to be better this year. Aguilar is the guy I can take him or leave him. I don't have high expectations, but I don't have low expectations for him as well. I said that when they signed him. It's Kendrick Bourne was an exciting one. Aguilar, he's been a disappointment his whole career. He's never lived up to the hype, but I think that what the Patriots need him for, taking the top off the defense, take your three or four shots at him. Yeah, If that's what it is, I think it works. Right, and I thought he had a real good season last year with Vegas. That was his best year yet. And we appreciate the $10 Super Chat, Ross. Thank you very much. The Mike Hook again with another Super Chat of $5. Thank you, sir. sir. People are not taking into consideration this is one of the easiest schedules they've had in 20 years. Now, yes, they do have, because they're not on a first-place schedule, they do have an easier schedule. They don't have to play every first-place team. They still have to play Buffalo a couple times. Obviously, the, the Tampa Bay game is going to be huge. But, yeah, I don't think they have to play. They don't have to play Kansas City this season. I Do they have to play Baltimore? I'm not sure. Oh, because they came in so. third. So, no, came Baltimore third, came in so second. No. So, yeah. So, they'll have to play Cleveland. Oh, that doesn't get any better, though. It's a tough game anyways. But then they have Tennessee. They have Houston. They have Jacksonville because that's yep. in, in Indy. Indy's going to be the toughest game out of those three games. So, yeah. yeah. They, they. I'm not saying they have a cakewalk of a schedule, 
but they have a, a much easier schedule than they've had to face in the past. Yeah, no, he's definitely right here. I haven't, I haven't really even taken that into consideration. That's the easiest schedule they've had in a long time. Usually every year we look at it and the Patriots have one of the toughest schedules in the league. So thank you, the hook Mike. Bruce with a $5 super chat. Thank you very much. Thank you, Says, sir. Picked up the Ray No Sources t-shirt. Nice. What is the count on that bet? Oh, no, Bill, you're supposed Bill, to take mine. Bill will crumble under the first place. Bills will crumble under the first place schedule. They can't handle being hunted. Ooh, that is, uh, those are some fighting words for. Wow. I like Bruce. Bruce, Bruce just comes out swinging. Bruce buys the right t-shirt because see, Bruce knows that I'm the one who has full faith in the Patriots. <laughs> I'm the one coming out. Um, I'm looking up the Connor. Can you check if there's I, any other, any I, other chats here? We have to, we, we missed. Uh, okay. Oh, no, we uh, did. We did. I'll grab it right here. Sorry, go okay. ahead. I should have stayed with my original predictions, apparently, of the Patriots, like I did last season and said that they're going to go 13 and three again. Now, now I've dropped all the way down the chart. No one wants to buy the shirt. Everyone's turning <laughs> on me. See, Will, thank you very much for the $2 donation. It says that Fields to Pats, Cam mentored him at his quarterback camp. Really? You didn't know that? I did not know that at all. No. Yeah, he's been mentoring him since he was like a kid. He was a part oh, of that, really? that camp that Cam Newton ran. Yeah. Oh wow! So they know each other. They've known each other for a long time then, since Fields was a kid, right? Yeah. This, that's why a lot of people are making that combination or making yep. that not combination that connection. Right. So yeah, that would be fantastic if they were able to draft them. I mean, I think it's going to be a stretch just because I don't think Fields is going to hang around. But yeah, I did not know that at all. Here's an interesting fact. Did you know that I charge? Oh, no. Sorry. I read that wrong. Never mind. Okay. 16 no sources Ray shirts have been sold. Wow. 13 no sources honor shirts have been sold. Crushed. Oh, we are what? Five days away. Yep. Until I get to, I get to, I get my $50 worth of. Rocky Mountain wow. Barber Company product. You guys have disappointed me. Uh, yeah. Listen, I was talking about this today earlier on the No Sources podcast before I came on here with you. And I, I started talking about like these mobile quarterbacks, whether it's Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Kellen Mond, whatever we go. And it's because it's, there's been those reports that the Patriots have been focusing in on Kyle Trask, who's more of a pocket quarterback. And when he does run, he runs more like a Ben Roethlisberger. And the one thing I said is, I'm kind of getting excited about the Patriots going to a mobile quarterback in the future. I mean, I know we have it with Cam Newton for this season, but we also know that Cam Newton's not the future of the Patriots. The, the, the future is going to come with a younger quarterback. We know that. That's just the given. Right. So, and it's almost like, like to me, I don't believe that the Patriots ever moved on. They didn't do that official move on from Tom Brady last season. Like last year was the Tom Brady offense with Cam Newton trying to run it. We didn't really see what the identity is going to be. We knew they're going to be a run team, but it just it looked like they were trying to make Cam into a, a pocket quarterback who runs occasionally. And I'm really I'm really excited about sort of making that you know disconnect from Brady to the Patriots. Brady's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer now. He's not going to be the Patriots quarterback ever. So I like the fact that they go mobile. It's probably why I'm off the Mac Jones train. I don't really want to go back to that pocket quarterback. Number one, I talked about the pressure on Mac Jones because if you're going to compare anybody to Tom Brady, it's going to be Mac Jones and he's never going to be able to live up to the expectations of the greatest of all time. Right. Whereas a Justin Fields and Trey Lance, you can't really compare the game because it's a different game than Brady plays. Right. It might actually be better for them because they're going to be compared to Cam Newton. Yeah, it could be. And I mean, if the Cam Newton hate train continues on, Right. It's even better because they'll just exceed expectations. Uh, we got another couple here. We got another one from uh, the Patriots versus everybody. Thank you very much for the $5 super chat it says, Hey Connor, I'm from Everett. Nice. Um, next to Molden and Revere. Yep. Been living in TN for the past few years. Nice. What does that say? Is, is Dravelli's restaurant. Dravelli's restaurant still banging in Boston. 
That's a good question, man. I really don't know. I'm not familiar with Gervelli's. I go to a place called Borelli's, but that's a, that's up here in Methuen, which is definitely still banging. But I, I'm not familiar with that place, to be honest. I know I know Everett Malden and Revia very well. Everett's where the casino is. Yeah, I feel like I can't contribute to this at all. So <laughs> appreciate yeah, it. I, I'm, I'm not familiar with that restaurant. I'll have to look into it, though. Uh, the Hook Mike with a $2. Thank you very much. Go uh, on sure. Netflix and watch Quarterback One has field senior year. Okay. Nice. I'll try to watch it. Just so you know, Netflix in Canada is different than Netflix in the U.S. Is it? It is. We don't always get the same content as you. Uh, I might try to borrow mm. the password from my boss's VPN, though. Nice. Because if I can do that, I can reroute and make it look like I'm in I'm in the U.S. But, Connor, you should watch it. I will definitely look into it. QB1. I will watch it next time I have the chance. So probably 2023. Yeah, everybody says – everybody keeps telling me to get a VPN. And I keep saying I get that because I've, I've thought about the same thing about getting like ESPN or, or something like that. Yeah. But – Do you I not have I, ESPN? No, not here. Not ESPN Plus. Oh, really? It's overrated anyways. No, but I get the zone here. So I get like the – what is it? Sunday ticket or whatever. Yeah. And I get every game, I get all the replays. I just I don't get the the film room stuff that like Lawrence gets, but that would only work for me if I was trying to do like highlight packages anyhow. But yeah, it is it is what it is, you know. I pay a lot of subscriptions for this for this channel between Streamyard and PFF and all this other stuff. The last thing I want to do is have another subscription. Right. Yeah. It it all adds up. All right, guys, I need to take a quick pause here as we are at the thirty six minute mark. Do have to hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company. Support for Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by our partners over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company. Now, guys, what makes the Rocky Mountain Barber Company different? They take great pride in crafting products that include natural ingredients and natural materials whenever possible. Their frequent production run means that you get a fresher product with fresher ingredients every single time. How about freebies with every order? They include free product samples or razor blades with every item that you order. You choose what you want at checkout. You get rewarded, earn points on every dollar you spend and redeem them on exclusive rewards and perks and save 5% off every order by visiting RockyMountainBarber.com and use the code RayRoute and get small batch products made with natural ingredients and save 5% using the code RayRoute, that's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H at RockyMountainBarber.com. I cannot wait until next Sunday when yep. live on the air... I'm going through the Rocky Mountain Barber website and you're on your computer clicking add to cart, add to cart. Add Everybody to cart. get out there and buy the Connor No Sources t-shirt. Let's no, go. No, we, no, got no, five, no. we got a five-day push here, guys. The Ray No Sources t-shirt is still for sale over at the merch store, Boo. which is teespring.com slash dpn or slash store slash dpn. Uh, the link's in the description. Go get your I Ray Horses t-shirt so Connor can buy me $50 worth of Rocky Mountain Barber Company. Time to show your support. Come come, come out of my need of desperation. See, people would want to support you. The problem is, is you're too negative towards the Patriots. I know. God damn it. I should have stayed with my 13 and 3 predictions. <laughs> Maybe I would have won. Oh, man. All right. You want to... Uh... Ryu, now I get this guy from Canada. What the hell? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I'm not sure either. He didn't speak English there, though, so we'll just... It wasn't great grammar. Nice. He kind of trolls. He trolls a lot. I don't really like uh -huh. to give him... I really don't like to give him the... So was uh, that a bad Was that a bad thing then? I didn't even get it. I think so. I think he was okay. making fun of Canada. Oh, I think okay. He was, I think he was making fun of Canada. All right, then. I, I love canada i love the usa i think we all get along i think we're yeah. all good nice except for except for that yeah i guess i think i think i think we're all good i think we're all good love them both there we go all right we're gonna go to the chat here yes sir all right we got one here from uh one of my favorites randy moss randy moss says patriots are gonna lose one game that no one expects um i mean i wouldn't be surprised i think they're gonna lose a 
obviously a few games, but there might be one in there that they don't expect. But I also think there'll be a few games where we think that they might lose while they'll end up winning. So I think that's both sides of the coin. Yeah, I Every year there's a game we expect the Patriots to win that they don't, and there's a game we expect them to lose. At least in the Brady right. era, it was like that. Yep. I mean, if you think back to 2018, I never would have guessed the Patriots were going to lose to the Lions. Right. But then at the same time, like, should they have beat Pittsburgh? I mean, even last, yeah, Pittsburgh. La- I mean, last oh, year. Sorry, should, they have beat Kansas- should they have beat Kansas City in the AFC Championship game at right. Arrowhead Stadium? Right. Like, I think a lot of us were hopeful. A lot of us were confident, but uh, there was a lot in the back of our minds thinking, man, that's a tough place to play football right? as a road team, and it's the AFC Championship game, and then they came off and won the game. So I think there's always an exception to every road. I think the NFL, sports in general, it balances itself out. Right. Yeah, and no, I, I agree completely. Thank you very much to Love Vibration Nation. For the $10 super chat, it says ball shaver is on its way using the code. Thank you. And that's Ray yeah, Rout, R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H at manscaped.com. Appreciate that, man. It's a great shaver. You'll love it. PFF doesn't account for the genius of Belichick, and they assume Cam plays at the same level. Bet the over. What does Vegas predict for wins this year, guys? That's actually a very good question. I haven't looked into seeing what the what they predict. I'll I know in, that I'll look into what Vegas is saying. I know that they have them extremely low to win the Super Bowl. Um, but no, I agree. They don't take it. They don't take that into account. They it, it looks like they're just presuming they're going to be the same. Bill Belichick. I don't care. Everyone doesn't like him or whatever. But a lot of people think he's thinks whatever. He should be fired. He gives them an edge. They're going to win games they shouldn't win based on coaching. Vegas has the Patriots at nine at the moment. I will bet the I would bet the over on a seventeen game schedule. I'm betting the over all day. I would bet the over as well because I think that you and I both said that you and I both said that with just the roster changes, even right. if Cam Newton plays exactly the same, right, and the defense didn't improve at all with the new roster. Everybody they added was worth another two wins. Yep. So if the the, the defense the defense plays at an elite level the way we expect them to, we've said there's a real possibility they they finish in the top three. Right. Overall, they could finish first in a lot of different defensive categories. If Cam Newton takes a step forward from last season, which I think at this point we expect him to. I mean, he can't get worse. I don't see him taking a step back, yeah. And I don't think that he's going to stay stagnant. I think he will take a little step forward. And because of all those factors, and then then there's the unknowns. What if Belichick does trade up and take Justin Fields or Trey Lance? That guy, if Cam is having a rough season, one of those two guys could be ready by week six, seven. And if Cam can win a couple of those games even in the rough during a rough patch that guy could possibly step in and and take this team over. Or maybe the Patriots do go out and get that veteran. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo gets cut before the season starts and he's on the bench or whatever it could be. There's a lot of unknown factors at this point in time as well. So I think nine games automatically. So yeah, I would take the over, especially if Cam Newton can play better. Now here's a difficult question for you, Connor, how much over, would you go? Oh, it's going to depend. I, th- I think in any way that I look at it, they're going to be over, but I think there'll be 10 to 13 wins this season. I think with that, them adding the extra game as well, I think that it'll give them an opportunity to get an extra win. I, I think they're looking at 10 and seven all the way up to 13 and four, if they really, really exceed expectations, but I don't think they're going to, they're going to go nine and eight or less. I can't see them going eight and nine and having a losing record again. They they've just made too many improvements. Bill Belichick has shown what he's planning to do this season, how aggressive he's planning to be. I can't see him having another losing year. Yeah. I don't see him having another losing year as well, but don't forget 500 isn't a losing year. Right. I, now you can't I, go 500. This I was year. Gonna so say, then, winning record. Right. Cause then they'd end up eight and nine. 
And I can't really see them losing nine games. They're going to have an easier schedule, better. No, but team. they could go nine and eight, which is a winning record. Right. They could. Yep. And then that would be, that would be a push in that, in that sense, I believe. If they're at exactly on an, nine. On an over under. Now you could yeah. just bet the nine. Right. Which, I, prob- which are probably great odds because betting a, betting a single, single did win is, is, is a good, uh, Right. Good odds. But I mean, let's outside of, of Vegas, I mean, outside of even just betting, just trying to, you know, figure that kind of stuff out. I I think that when you break it all down, I've said this team is a floor of 10, a floor yeah. of nine. So I've said a floor of nine. Yeah. So Vegas is kind of at my floor with the 17 game. See, I had a ceiling of 12 in a 16-game schedule. Right. I might keep it at 12 even with a 17-game schedule. Right. Like 12 and 5, I think, is a respectable record for this New England, for this Patriots team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset at all if they went 12 and 5. I think it's very realistic that they can. I don't think that's being too homerish to say that they're they're gonna end up right in that right in that area. Obviously hoping that they could hit that 13 mark, which I think is possible. Right. I have this ceiling of 12, but I think 13 is possible. Yep. Uh, shout out to Adam, who threw us a $20 Thank super you, chat. I really appreciate you. Says, just wanted to give a shout out to a great up and coming channel in DPN. Also, anybody else excited to see Duggar have a great year? He's a beast. With him and Mills, I think Chung had to go. Yeah, no, I I agree. Duggar was really underestimated last season. I thought he had a great year. Maybe it was just overlooked between the pandemic, the Patriots going seven and nine, and them just not being a, a team that really had the spotlight on them. But Duggar was quietly very good last season. I wouldn't be surprised to him to take a step forward. Mills, I think they're going to be able to move around, use him at corner, at safety. Um, I think Devin McCourty is is still going to play safety, but I think this is also probably Devin McCourty's last season. And as far as Chung, I, I I love Chung. He's a great player for the Patriots for a long time. I don't disagree with you there. It, it was it was a good time for him to retire. Uh, I'm happy that's what he decided to do, and he walked it off into the sunset as a Patriot. So good luck to Chung. But yeah, I guess it it, it kind of makes sense. It was time for him to retire. Yeah, and I think that he was going to get cut, and that's why he retired. I think adding Mills to the team, I like Kyle Duggar. Now, there are people who say he can't cover a tight end. I want to see him another season and see if he can cover the tight ends, which is a huge part of being a strong safety. Right. So we'll have to see that piece. But I also think that the Patriots are going to address more secondary in the draft as well, which will put Duggar. And Duggar can play that hybrid role. He can play that that linebacker, strong safety sort of look. I'm excited to see Kyle Duggar, what he does in his second year with all the OTAs, with all the stuff that, you know, that he can put forward. I'm really, really uh, excited to see what Kyle Duggar can do this year. And I think you're absolutely right. I think Chung was going to get caught and they approached him and he decided to retire because two weeks prior to that, he was all in. Right. He was doing an interview ready to go. And then all of a sudden he was announcing his retirement. And I don't think that he wanted to join another team. I think for him, it was Patriots or nobody at this point of his career. Yeah. I, and I can't blame him. I'm happy. That's, that's kind of how it all worked out for him. I want to shout out the hook Mike again. Thank you very much. Maybe next episode, hey, go buddy. through their schedule and games and predict wins and losses. We've done that. Yep. Already in one sense, we're waiting for the actual schedule to come out. Yep. I was going to say the same thing. I want to see, the exact schedule and when they're playing and for whatever reason, I just feel like that'll, that'll be my actual prediction. Once I see when they're playing who. Well, yeah. In short weeks and prime time games and all that kind of stuff will be taken into consideration. You know, I saw your boy, the spike, the spike King put out today that he believes the Patriots are going to have the Thanksgiving game with Tampa Bay to maximize the exposure at at night too. Right. Yeah. I disagree with that. that. I, saw I disagree we'll with that. Thanksgiving is one of the most watched games of the season. So I doubt they're going to wait. They're going to wait for another opportunity. I think it's going to be a Monday night football game to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I, I would be very surprised if that's not a primetime game. Regardless, I doubt it'll be Thursday night, Thursday night football. They like to have the Bengals play Jacksonville, but we'll see. I think it's going to be Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Sunday night, Monday night, but we'll see. Thanksgiving 
it could be a Fox afternoon game. They could fly like Fox because they have the NFC, yeah. right? They have right. the NFC. So, oh no, that game's in. No, so that game's going to be a CBS game because it's in Foxborough. So it won't CBS, be a one o'clock one on Sunday. No, but we've seen CBS play like the Patriots in Kansas City at four twenty-five. That's very true. Yeah, and make it sort of the and make it that the national game to really get the ratings during the day. Don't forget, I know they've signed a whole bunch of big deals, but the NFL is really going to have to work their schedule to make sure they're maximizing ratings. I don't think putting them on Thanksgiving would be great for a lot of people, but I don't think it's maximizing ratings because you're already going to get high ratings on that day regardless. It's Thanksgiving, everything is closed. You're Everyone's at home. Watching, yeah. You're going to watch football. It's, right. it's that simple. I mean, you and I probably won't be on on that game. Well, if it's a Patriots game, we're going to have to come on and do a post game. Right. But beyond that, I mean, it's we're it's it's Thanksgiving. So people are just with family watching football. The TV is going to be on regardless. And the NFL doesn't actually care if you watch the game. They just want the game on. Yeah, right. Exactly. They just want to have all of those viewers. So we will do it. Uh, we could go, you know what? I think because it was requested, I think this was requested by a super chat. We could go through their opponents again. Yeah, I'm down. But, but I really do believe that it's going to be, I, I really do believe that it's going to be more indicative of what we actually believe right. when we actually see when the games are, when you're coming off short weeks, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that's going to be one of the things, too. When they're playing the Thursday, they're playing Thursday night games and they have to go on the road on Sunday nights and all that type of stuff. So I was told to check Ian's Twitter. Ian yeah, I Roof. just saw that, too. I don't know. Ian, I don't know. Like Rappaport? Ian Rappaport, or there's there's another Ian. Um, yeah, Ian Glendon. Yeah, yep. So if you could tell me which Ian, that'd be great. I'm going to check Ian Glendon's Twitter. Send it over the real the baby. No, this ain't Ian, Ian Rappaport. Rappaport. Something happened? Something big? Let's see. Don't look at the chat. Let's not. All right. It's got to be this one. The 49ers close in on their decision on which quarterback to take at number three. Sources say they're down to two prospects, and the belief is the two are Bama quarterback Mac Jones and NDSU quarterback Trey Lance. Wow. Several sources say the focus does appear to have shifted to those two. So Justin Fields is off the table. Wow. Wow. That is is some pretty big news. Jeez. Um, that's going to be, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy because then it's going to be up to Atlanta. Cause then you go five, six teams that just aren't going to take a quarterback. If Atlanta doesn't take a quarterback, I mean, he could be sitting there at eight. You could get Justin Fields at eight and the Patriots would only have to move up from 15 to eight. It could be more likely that they do move up and get fields. If that's the case. If the Patriots are interested in a mobile quarterback and they are interested in Trey Lance or Justin Fields, what San Francisco does is going to be so indicative to what the Patriots have to do. If they oh, do 100%, yeah. Up. Because if they take Trey Lance, then I think you can't risk Atlanta drafting Justin Fields. Right. Because there is a rumor that they may still draft a quarterback behind Matt Ryan. Yep. I think you have to make that trade with Atlanta to get up to number four to get Justin Fields because, I mean, if I'm the Atlanta GM who wants a quarterback, even though the coach wants seriously to go with, you know, seriously wants to go with Matt Ryan for a couple years, it may be too enticing with Justin Fields sitting there. A guy who was looked at as the second best quarterback in the draft, and now he's talking at one point, and now he's he could be dropping to four. Right. The Patriots may feel compelled to at least call Atlanta, find out what they're doing, and try to trade up and get them. Yeah, see see what they're willing to to trade them for. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting, interesting news. Taking Mac Jones is the best because then you trade up to eight, and right. you don't. And if you have your eye on both Lance and Fields, and you're comfortable with both, 
you let Atlanta do what you want. You trade up to eight and you take one of those two guys or whoever's left over. Right. Uh, Foshizi sends out a uh, super chat $5. Thank you very I think those are, that's euros, five euros. Yeah. Thank you nice. very much. Do you think there will be a Pats London game next season? I'm seriously hoping for Pats uh, Tampa. I just thought uh, BB fanboy t shirt. Great show, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, that's the one t shirt I think I'm going to buy myself that, like, because I wear the Deer Patch Nation stuff to, to really, to, you know, promote the, the store as I try to speak English here. Um, but oh. I'm going to, I think I'm going to buy myself a BB fan club, a Bill Belichick fanboy club t shirt just to wear in real life. I really like nice. that. Nice. Um, I don't know. I mean, look, if you're trying to do an international game, Tampa Bay, New England would be a huge game. Right. I think the only problem is for you guys, when that game is on, for us here in North America, on the East Coast, I think that game's on at what, like 9 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. I actually love it when they play or when any team plays in London because then you get football from the minute you wake up till the minute you go to bed on those days. So it's nine in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. Um, oh, that's I, pounds, not euros. Sorry. Does that say uh, is that pounds? Yeah, that's pounds. Uh, yeah, pounds, euros, whatever it converts to. We'll let YouTube do that thing, right? Um, we'll, we'll see what happens, though, man. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots did play a game in London. I think they're pretty popular over there. I don't know if it would be the Patriots-Tampa Bay. I think that's going to be more of a primetime game than the, one of the nine-in-the-morning slots. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Patriots play over there. Yeah, I know that, that Tampa or the Patriots have fared well in London. For some reason, Jacksonville is always a London game. Yeah. The Patriots do play Jacksonville this year. Yeah, so that would that would make sense. That could be the connection. The problem is with Tampa Bay and the Patriots, it's gonna be six o'clock in the morning in the right. west on the west coast. Yeah, they won't do it. So I just I don't think you're gonna get a game like that. But Jacksonville, New England could definitely be because I think Jacksonville is like the like kind of like the Cowboys and the Lions or the Thanksgiving Day teams. Yeah. I think Jacksonville is like the official London team. Oh, nice. That's why there was rumors for so long that they were gonna become the like the London Jaguars. Oh, really? Good for them. Yeah, McChicken saying the same thing here. You're saying that uh, Jacksonville is always home in London. I think it's because they're the team that volunteers to go. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Yeah, because the Patriots' last international game was in Mexico. Yeah, it I was. Mexico I remember City that. Against the Raiders. Yeah, it was against the Raiders. Gostowski's kicked like a 60-yard field goal at, yep. at right at halftime. because the, that. Because of the the air so yep then the patriots blew them out in that game patriots blew out the raiders i remember that all right should we go to a chat all right let's see what we have here we'll go to uh this one dave burkholder says i still remember bill belichick said he still has one huge move left and it would be roughly in the near future the near future is coming up this week that is very true we did hear that bill belichick has one big move left somebody did tell us that um, I kind of forgot all about that until Dave brought this up. That's a very good point. It's it's now or never. I mean, the drafts here. I don't think we're going to see much happen May, June, July. So it's 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 here. It's here. I, ha- I haven't forgotten about it. <laughs> I've been okay. I've been thinking about it every single day. But the last update I gave you that I didn't give everybody else was that it would be draft time. But I decided to keep that to myself because I. Just, I already said enough. I already have enough people doubting that someone actually told me something. So I just kind of kept it to myself. But right. Yes. Um, as you know, our guy, our guy uh, did message me and said it looks like it's going to be the draft and it is going to be trading up for, for a quarterback. That's at least the buzz. At least that's what the Patriots want to do. That's the buzz. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready to eat shit about, you know, this whole thing. And I'm also ready to flex on it. So. Just waiting my time. Yeah, we'll we'll find out this Thursday night. It'll be soon enough. Something's gonna happen one way or the other. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good night. Uh, Dennis here says Patriots will draft Fields. Book it right now, and we will celebrate a Super Bowl next year with Fields. Trust me. So nice. we got a we got a couple. So he says Fields, and I'm just gonna switch comments for a second. And it's no offense to to Dennis because I just want to point up this one too. Um. Hanif, is that what it says? I can't see from here. Yeah, yep. 
Uh, he's been saying this, for, uh, he said this in the no sources too, that it's going to be Jones and he's been predicting it for a few weeks now. So they are predicting Jones. So we'll have to see what San Francisco does. If they end up going Trey Lance, perhaps again, I'm not a, like Mac Jones is a good quarterback and you and I were both very, very high yep. on yep. Mac Jones at the beginning. I think that Definitely. we just got enamored with the mobile quarterback. Right. That's my opinion. I got enamored with the mobile quarterback. I got enamored the things that we could do. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Everyone has all these predictions. Some people are saying everyone's dead set, I feel like, on somebody. Everyone's dead set on they're going to get Fields. They're going to get Mac Jones. They're going to go back, and they're going to get Kellen Mond. There's all these different people everyone's predicting. But you know what? We're we're finally there. The predictions are soon to be over as far as the draft goes because Thursday night we're gonna know. Speaking of over, this show is over. Yes, sir. Chat is closed. Thank you, everybody. Please, no super chats. We are not monitoring the chat anymore. We appreciate you all coming in here tonight, Connor. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, sir. We'll have Tyson on tomorrow. I also got an episode of nice. Patriots Outsider with Lawrence at 7 p.m. Eastern time. He's back in Adam. I'm late putting up the Boston balling uh, episode of this week because, unfortunately, I, I was having issues with the download, but I do have it downloaded now, so I'm hoping to put that out on Thursday. So there's going to be a double shot of Boston balling this week. Nice. And uh, I think we need to have Gabby back on the show sooner Definitely, rather than yeah. later. This Tuesday, we're gonna have Sarah's gonna be back with New England Chatter all on her own. Wednesday is another episode of Patriots Outsider. Connor and I, of course, will be on tomorrow with Tyson. Tuesday on our own. Wednesday with Sarah. Thursday, I will be on here starting at I don't know. I got to see what time the draft officially kicks off. So I'll be on here, and then Connor, as soon as he gets, uh, as soon as he sells that last Ford Pinto, yep. he will be on here yeah. joining me on the draft as well. And I'm going to invite a couple of friends to pop by and say, hi, nice. maybe Lawrence, maybe Sarah, maybe Gabby, have a few people pop by, say hi during the draft and, and give some analysis. And it's, you know, I think that it's, it's almost finally here and I'm sick of talking about what could happen. I want to talk about what is going to happen. But one thing I do know that's going to happen is Connor. Tell me about those Patriots. They're going to be legit kid. We want to thank all of our Dear Pats Nation loyalty club members over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. For only $5 a month, Connor and I record an exclusive webcast Sunday through Thursday. So if you like all the free content that we offer here, can I suggest that you check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. We don't have any tiers. We don't charge you for different levels of access. We have one tier at one cost, five bucks. You'll get five webcasts a week and you can participate in our Patreon exclusive live stream every second Friday. You can hang in the chat. You can join Connor and I on the screen and have a voice-to-voice -voice conversation with us and other Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members. But in order to get the content, you have to join the club. And you can do that by going to patreon.com slash DPN Sports. If you'd like to check it out, we have left a link to the Dear Pats Nation Patreon page wherever and however you are listening or watching. And guys, there are many different ways that you can support Dear Pats Nation, but the only way that you can do that in style is by visiting the Dear Pats Nation merch shop over at teespring.com slash stores slash DPN. And when you're there, get your hands on the newest DPN apparel, t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, whatever you want. Get it all at our merch store at teespring.com slash store slash DPN. For your convenience, we've left a link to our merch store in the description or wherever you're listening or watching this show. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us.
Everywhere the imagination dares, it's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests. The Blue Hotel Hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.